This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, black and white and weird all over, bonus episode 6 centimeter. The following is part of our special series of page-by-page journeys through black and white and weird all over, the lost photographs of Weird Al Yankovic, 1983-1986, to with the author, John Bermuda Schwartz. Today we will explore part one of chapter four. Eat it video shoot. Make sure to grab your book so you can follow along with us. Oh, and be careful not to get a nasty paper cut. We know how that goes. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch Weird Al podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch Weird Al so we are back with John Bermuda Schwartz, the author of Black and White and Weird All Over, the Lost Photographs of Weird Eye Yankovic, 1983 through 1986. And we are going page by page through each chapter, and we're going to pick up where we left off last time. So please open up your books, turn to the Eat It chapter, that's chapter four, the Eat It video shoot, and uh, we'll get started on that page. So welcome back, John. How are you doing? Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm uh, I'm just hanging in there, waiting for the gigs to come back, and waiting for the tour to begin, and and you know get out and play some drums and and uh, scan some photos and sell another book. Oops, did I say that? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a great time for us to really spend time and, and look at this book and in detail while we're waiting, you know, for, for things to open back up and, and waiting for the next tour and uh, I'm sure more exciting news that you can't tell us. Yeah, so let's look at this Eat It video shoot chapter. And this happened February 10th and 11th, 1984. Wow. Wow. So literally... A million years ago, <laughs> a thousand years ago, uh, yeah, wow, yes, it, it was. Uh, God, that was uh, thirty thirty-seven plus years ago. My goodness. So, before we get into the pictures, what in general do you remember about that video shoot? Uh, well, I mean, off the top of my head, I mean, I, I think I said this in the chapters, uh, in the intro. I mean, that was uh, uh, Al's manager's. Uh, first directorial uh, job for Al Jay Levy. That was his first video directing Al, and uh, uh, I, I, I did a fine job. I mean, you look at that and you look at uh, Beat It, you know, side by side. And apart from the rubber chicken and a few other, you know, certain <laughs> gags, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it matches up very nicely, and that has a lot to do with the director. I mean, Al was Al, you know, knew what he wanted to do. He wasn't nearly as hands on as he was to become later. Uh, he, he, uh, you know, Jay was the director and he did what, what Jay said and Jay, you know, knew what Al wanted. So he was, they were kind of on the same page, but, uh, you know, Al was very happy to let Jay do that role and, and do what he wanted unless, you know, Al really thought something just wasn't, wasn't right or wasn't working or, you know, he'd, he'd look at the video playback and, you know, he'd, he'd say, you know, let's, let's try this or let's do this. But basically Jay was in charge and, uh. Uh, you know, there were a ton of people on the set. I mean, there was, you know, two gangs. There was, uh, you know, the band was there, uh, Al, Jay, uh, you know, crew, of course. And uh, it was over two days because there were some nighttime shots. And I, I'm i not quite sure which photos were taken on which days, unfortunately. Oh, uh, right. 
you know, I, I wish I, I wish I could have put them in absolute order. Although in this book, nothing is in absolute chronological order. Um, things are, are grouped, um, cause, cause they look like they go together, but they're not necessarily when you, when you look at the picture at, at the beginning of this chapter, that is not necessarily the first scene right. uh, that was shot, you mm. know, or, or, uh, you know, the beginning of that day. So they're just sort of arranged, uh, in a pleasing manner rather than in a, uh, factual manner, but it's, you know, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. So you've said that there were a couple of shots, a couple of spots in the video that were night scenes. Was this shot on a soundstage or is this also shot outside? There were, it was uh, largely shot on a soundstage, which I've, I've yet to find out where it was exactly. It's gone. Wherever it was, it's gone. And, and I just, uh, for whatever reason in those days, I just, I didn't keep every little scrap of paper, such as the call sheet that would have had, every, you know, all the the cast member and the crew and the times and the address and would have had all that cool information on it uh, that that I was, you know, nobody had that. Jay didn't have one. Al didn't have one. Uh, Jim and Steve didn't have one. Uh, just gone, lost to the ages. And hmm. uh, I, there were some things that were shot outside, although they may have been shot next to the uh, the sound stages. I mean, that's uh, that's okay. possible. I, okay. I don't re- I don't recall if I was there at night because I don't really have any nighttime shots. I mean, if we were there at night, it was because we were inside the soundstage. But on the scenes that were shot outside, uh, I, I was I was either gone or had uh, run out of film that day or put the camera away or mm-hmm. you know thought I had taken enough pictures. Perhaps you know you never take mm-hmm. enough pictures, but <laughs> at some point that even you know I even felt embarrassed about it and probably put the camera away. Right. And so looking at this first picture, I mean, there's a large group of, of, of gang members here. Do we have any idea where they came from? Were there auditions? Was it just friends of Jay and Al and you guys? Or were they actors? I, I assume they were actor dancers. Yeah. Dancers, probably. Right. Uh, there's, there's uh, since they all had to do some moves, I mean, I don't know that they were, they were uh, you know, American bandstand type dancers, you know, that, that level, but... Right. They, uh, you know, they they were able to be, uh, you know, choreographed, and uh, uh, there was actually a legit, a couple of legit choreographers uh, on on site there. And one of them we'll get to a minute in a minute. He's mm-hmm. uh, he is pictured next to Al. He's to the right of Al uh, in the uh, jacket and the horizontal striped shirt. Oh, I'll cool. tell you about him in a sec. And he's okay. he's he's pretty cool. That's uh, and I mentioned him in the chapter. Uh, in the in the description, but he's uh, he's got a great story. Now I, I I I have to ask. I mean, in the in the intro, you do mention that you know you Jim and Steve were among the extras, but not as the dancers. Was there ever a time where they're like, "Well, we do want you to dance," or <laughs> was that just always you know not even discussed? Not for not for this video. Uh, actually, you can see Jim and Steve dancing uh, about as well as they do at the end of the Ricky video. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is why, which is perhaps why they were not invited to dance in this. No, you know what? It's it's. I don't. I think it was a question of, you know, Jim had his bit doing the guitar solo in the middle, so you couldn't also have him in the gang, right? And Steve had his bit tearing the head off the girl at the bar, so you couldn't have him also uh, in the gang, right? You know, it just it wouldn't have made sense, uh, right? In terms of dancing, you can see how well we all dance in the one more minute video. And and that should answer a lot of questions. 
So yeah, they 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 called the pros. Yeah, and I understand that some of the dancers, if not all of them, were the same dancers that were in Michael Jackson's video as well. Is there any truth to that? Well, one one gentleman for sure, and that's this guy I pointed out, Vince Patterson. And I'll tell you a little bit more about him. There's there's a, a couple of good pictures of him later. And uh, yes, he he came from uh, from uh, the Beat It video and and more. And he was sort of now he did not choreography all choreograph all of this, although. A lot of the moves were taken from the Beat It video, so it was a question of really just sort of going over that. Uh, he was there uh, to lend some authenticity to it. Uh, we had another guy who helped stage everything and, and uh, was also a choreographer. And between the two of them, uh, they made sure it looked like uh, the Beat It video, you know, so that everyone, you know, they, you know, so that everyone in there wasn't crouched around a screen trying to watch all the moves. You know, these guys knew what was supposed to happen, and then they went out and rehearsed them. And there's right. pictures of them rehearsing, uh, you know, all the moves. So it wasn't really left up to everyone. You know, I'm sure they probably watched the video just to get some flavor. But as far as the specific moves, uh, Vince and then this other guy, Eddie Betos, uh, handled uh, handled all the dancers and made sure they, they did all the right stuff. And probably worked with Al a little bit, too, uh, on that. You know, Al could certainly have watched the video and and known what to do, but you know, he he did some rehearsing with the guys as well, and and uh, was eager to take direction from the pros. Now, other than the fact that this is just a nice photo, is there any specific reason that this one comes first? No, I didn't. I didn't choose it. I, I you know, I picked. <laughs> I I submit. Here's here's the deal on the entire book. I submitted a whole bunch of photos. I mean, a lot of photos, like 498 photos, and. They, they, I, and I certainly didn't expect all of them to be printed, and a lot of them were very similar to each other, and, and certainly didn't need to be printed. Uh, but, but the uh, team at 1984 Publishing went through, and they're fans of Al's. It's, it's uh, the, the uh, this young guy and his wife uh, went through and did the editing on on all of this stuff, and they chose the photos, and they chose in what order they would go, and uh, and being being fans versus you know versus me being the photographer and trying to put them in some specific order. They put them in an order that was pleasing, that they felt would be pleasing to Al's fans, which makes a lot more sense. That's not really a, a place, a position I can be in, you know, very objectively. You know, I look at these things and I'm involved and, and they're my photos and I have a whole different perspective on the project than the people who are basically trying to make sure the book is attractive and sells. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's... That's why they put the book out, you know, not as a favor to everyone. They, they want to sell books. And I want to sell books. And, and, you know, like Al wants to sell records. He's not putting out music just because, you know, he wants the fans to hear all his music. You know, he wants to sell records. You know, we, right. we will go on tour and we want to sell tickets. I mean, let's, let's face it. Uh, yes, it's more important to make the music and, and do the show, but we can't do it for free. You know, they can't put out a book for free. And these folks made sure that the book would be, if someone walked into a, uh, Barnes and Noble or something like that and, and picked up a book and thumbed through it, would it be attractive? You know, the, as you come upon each chapter, you know, would, would the first picture or two or five look really cool? You know, for the same reason they chose the picture on the cover. I don't know if I would have chosen that. You know, I don't know if I was given the option or if, if I, you know, had told them, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be responsible. You know, I have no idea what should be on the cover. They picked... I think a perfect picture. I might not have picked that, but they picked a picture that was attractive. They picked, you know, that wasn't necessarily goofy. Uh, they picked a picture that would allow for them to put a title on the cover. You know, they they made choices that I would not have made. So yeah, no, right. I I don't I don't have a rhyme or reason as to, to why these <laughs> appear the way they do, except that 
a couple of folks who are Al fans made the decision, and and I like what they did. Uh, I had only one change in the entire book, as far as a photo being small, and I thought it should have been big. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, that was actually the picture of all of us with Doctor Demento at the airplane for the I Love Rocky Road video. And I thought that started out as a smaller photo, and I thought that would serve everyone better uh, across two pages because uh, I thought it needed to be seen, and I thought that would be a cool page for us to sign, you know, for people that bring the book to be signed. Yeah. So as yeah. far as anything else, I, I let the, the pros at 1984 do what they do. I think they did a great job. Definitely. So there. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's flip to the next page. And, and the next page we have two pictures, which are very similar, of Al standing in a doorway. Yes, thrilling, isn't it? It's literally... <laughs> Actually, the only thing... The only thing thrilling about the picture is you get to see the uh, the crew, and in one of the pictures, the light, and you get you know it's it's more of a behind the scenes than just trying to take a picture that was going to appear in the video anyway. You know, heck, just go buy the video, you know, just go look at you know freeze frame the video, and you get to see this. But what you don't get to see, and what's what's the whole cool thing about this entire book is these are all behind the scenes, and. Uh, I mean, out of necessity, they are behind the scenes. But I also like capturing what went on, not just trying to make my own, you know, video of Al frame by frame, you know, with a bunch of still photos. I wanted to capture what was going on, and uh, and so here are two shots taken, uh, you know, I, I assume moments apart, and um, you know, this now this this scene, and you see it a little bit on the photo on the right where Al is sort of turned around looking into the camera. Uh, that was recreated for a Diet Coke commercial in uh, 1984, maybe maybe 1985, but around that time, and uh, where he he uh, did that, and I think he had a can of Diet Coke in his hand, something like that. You know, flipped around and, and had a had a Coke in his hand. Anyway, but they picked. You know, this is sort of almost a before and after type thing, and and the editors there uh, uh, picked that. Shane and Desiree Lewis picked that, and. Uh, that's pretty cool. Besides the Diet Coke connection, with Weird Al being the Diet Coke connection, and later on I think he was in a Radio Shack, recently in a Radio Shack commercial, has there been any other commercials where he's like been endorsing another product other than his own that you can think of off the top of your head? I don't think so. I mean, not, not, in, in, you know, not as far as promoting a product, no. I, I think that was it. Yeah, I, I, guess, I think that was it. So yeah, and, and like and like twenty years apart as well. Right now in these photos, we can see the backs of two people. Do we know who these two folks are? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, the the one guy, the the guy who's on the right and in the right hand photo, he, he seems to be standing up. That's the uh, the DP, the director of photography, or uh. the cameraman. <laughs> uh, and you know what? If if I had the call sheet from this video, I could tell you his name. Uh, but I don't, and I, I won't, and, uh, you know, that's too bad. That's something I, I would have liked to have given credit to as many people as I could. I just, I didn't have that many names. Now, a few names I've stumbled upon, uh, you know, after I, I wrote the text and after the book was published already, uh, you know, a few names uh, have, have come to light, and uh, if there's ever a reprint of this and I get a chance to, to update uh, the, the, the chapters, you know, I will certainly add those in. You know, we can talk about a little bit of that kind of stuff today. Uh, his name is, I, I don't have his name, uh, unfortunately. 
and, and you know, when you watch the video and, and certainly looking at the right photo, how it's cropped, it looks like, you know, they're actually in a hallway. But what's really cool is in this left photo, you can see that this is just a, a set. You see, like, the bar holding it up. Correct. Yeah, it's just, it's, uh, you know, everything's a set. Everything's a set. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it may, may shock you to learn that in the, the Bedrock Anthem video, you know, I did not really have horns implanted on my head. <laughs> it was just a, it was just wardrobe. No, it's, uh, you know, they, they recreated uh, as, as best they could. You know, I, I think, and, and you'd have to ask this one guy, and he's coming up on the next page. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if they had sets to shoot the Beat It video with Michael Jackson. I, I, they may have actually found some rooms and, and halls and things like that to do that. I, I really don't know where that was done. I don't believe it was done in the same soundstage. But, you know, the, basically, you know, some, some simple sets were built to recreate uh, as best they could, you know, what appeared in the Beat It video. And, and this is one of them. And yeah, you're right. You know what? I didn't, I didn't realize until you pointed it out that you can actually see that it's not a real hall. Right. If you just looked at the right-hand picture, you wouldn't know. Yeah. And I was there, but it's just it's stuff I don't think about. Now that I see these photos again, as we go through this, it's like, yeah, that's right. They just built this in the middle of the soundstage, and uh, and, and you know, and the camera just didn't catch the whole thing. You know, it it uh, you know, it only sees part of it. Yeah, that really shows the attention to detail in all of Weird Al's videos because if you do line up the two videos side by side and watch them, you would think that they were on the same set. Well, I mean, that's the idea, of course. You know, like the, the music is supposed to sound the same and, and the visual is supposed to be the same, and then that would be a credit to the uh, the set directors, I guess, and the mm -hmm, prop sure. masters, uh, and, you know, who, who put that stuff together. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, part of it is getting the the uh, dimensions and the look and hang, you know, finding an old fire extinguisher, which I guess 37 years ago, it wasn't that old, uh, you know, putting a little bit of, putting some haze or, or fog or atmosphere as they call it in there. So it's not just a clean shot, you know, so it's got some, some atmosphere, you know, so it's a little bit, it's, it's a little smoky, you know, and that's like Michael's, yeah. you know, was, yep. I mean, that's, you know, I, that's uh, the, the crew does all of that and, and they come in knowing that that's what they're supposed to do i mean they didn't do it that day obviously there's a lot of prep ahead of time uh you know so when we show up you know this stuff is ready to go sure. and and uh very seldom are there any real changes i mean when these sets are up and, and we see them for the first time the morning we come in it's like yeah that that looks like it's supposed to look you know that's great all right so turning the page we get a nice really nice two-page spread with Al here on the left, and you said he had a story about this guy on the right. Yes, that's Vince Patterson with one T, P-A-T-E-R-S-O-N. Uh, let let me first say that that you know while chapters one and two, Ricky and I love Rocky Road. While some of those photos, while a handful of those photos have been seen and they've been published before, uh, most of them had not. When we got into the the third chapter and now the fourth chapter, none of these photos in the fifth and sixth chapter, not not a single one of these photos had ever been seen before. Wow. And they had existed as a contact sheet, which is a sheet that is that is printed directly with the negatives laid on it. So you look at this, you know, eight by ten sheet and you literally see strips of negatives. You know, although they're printed, they're they're positive, so you can see what they are. Mm -hmm. But they're they're literally like, you know, like like one inch by one and a half inches. And the only way you can tell what they are is to get in there and look with a magnifying glass. They're not super crisp, you know, but basically they're not 
That's the only way these have existed before is, is literally as the size of the negatives. This was the first time I had seen this photo is when I had it scanned and, and thought it was such a great photo. And I didn't suggest that it go on two pages. The Shane and Desiree figured that out for themselves. But it's a really cool photo. And it was just, you know, I shot a lot of photos. And, and some of them were nice shots. You know, a lot of them were lucky shots. And this is just one of those cool shots. And no, not Al's not smiling. You know, they're just, they're obviously just sort of relaxing between takes. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, there's one guy in the back who's actually looking at me taking a picture. But that's it. Actually, I think the guy on the right might be as well. Anyway, this the gentleman on the right-hand page in the striped shirt with the buttons on his jacket, Vince Patterson with one T, uh, Vincent Patterson, he worked a lot with Michael Jackson. He was in the Beat It video, worked with Madonna. Uh, he choreographed Hot for Teacher for Van Halen. He choreographed wow. California Girls for David Lee Roth. Wow. Worked with George Harrison, Paul mm. McCartney, did movies, TV, commercials, Broadway. Uh He's, he's done a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, if, if you want to learn more about him, go to Vincent Patterson with one T, vincentpatterson.com, or Vincent Paterson, if it makes it easier. And he's got uh, <laughs> photos and, and his resume. And, and uh, you know, I sent him very early on, even before the book was published, I sent him these photos. And uh, I said, you know, you are absolutely welcome to, to post them on your photos page. Please, you know, please feel free. Uh, you know, thank you for... For, uh, he gave me some information as well, which I printed, uh, you know, which appears in the uh, intro, which is that he, he claims, he says that he came up with, with the uh, rubber chicken bit instead of, you know, the two gang leaders, you know, with, with like a, a bandana between them, you know, holding on to that so they couldn't get away from each other. You know, that kept them like a certain right. distance. Well, the, he, he said he had the idea of doing it with a rubber chicken. Now, why... There was a rubber chicken around for him to have said that. It's like, oh, a rubber chicken. Oh, yeah, we got one right here. Yeah, that's a good idea. So I don't know. I don't know if that was absolutely, you know, a spontaneous thing. Although, you know, Weird Al, yeah, it's, you never know. That's very possible. There, was a, there could have really been a rubber chicken around. I mean, there's a rubber chicken right here. So it's very possible. Anyway. But Vince, Vince told me, and I put it in the in the chapter. He says he ended up with the rubber chicken that was used. He still got it. Wow. So that's kind of which that would have been what I would have done, you know, because I, I, I tended to save uh, stuff from the videos. Like I have my my uh, uh, the hat and the uh, I guess the the frock, the uh, the bib or whatever, the ice cream bib from I Love Rocky Road. I have those uh, still. So. You know, I, I tended to do that kind of stuff. So how I didn't end up with the rubber chicken, I don't know. <laughs> how I didn't end up with with the mask that I wore looking through the blinds, the monster mask, how I didn't go home with that, I don't know. That that should have been mine. That was my that was actually that was not my only spot in the video. I had another spot in the bar. I was sitting at the bar towards the beginning of the video and uh I got another spot in the video because I was wearing the mask and you didn't know it was me. You didn't see me twice. So right. that's how I got to have two oh, okay. parts. Okay. So I think <laughs> I think I got paid two dollars that day because I had two parts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you it, it, it was uh boy, I, I went out I got some ice cream cones that night, let me tell you. 
<laughs> well, so you didn't get the mask. You didn't get the chicken. Did you go home with anything from the Eat It video shoot? Yeah, all I got was all these photos in a book. <laughs> 37 years later is what I got. Uh, you know, no, I did not. I didn't take a thing home because there weren't really any, other than the, the mask that I wore, there weren't any other props where I was involved mm. uh, or that we really could have come home with. I mean, I'm sure, I, I know Al's got the jacket that he wore. Uh, but anything else? I No, I, I didn't get anything else. Uh, huh. from that one and do you know if the jacket al wore was that the same one that he then wore on tour or was it a different jacket i i don't know i don't know it depends you know if it was me and that was my jacket i would have got another one and taken it on tour mm-hmm. rather than to beat up the original actually you know what i don't think i don't think he took the original one on tour because the original one was a leather jacket it was it was like michael's jacket and i think he knew right up front to get there was like a, a a windbreaker version of it there was like a nylon jacket version of it that was a lot lighter oh okay and i know at some point at some point he took that on because you're moving around and you're sweating and all that yeah and sweating to the parodies and <laughs> and i know that there was a a uh uh i don't want to call it a fake jacket but there was a second jacket that went on the tour at some point. But I don't know if he initially maybe took out, he may have taken out the original one and learned that, you know, I mean, never mind that it might get beat up, but learned that it was like really hot Yeah. to, to right. move around in and he wanted something more comfortable. So it, if it did go out, it didn't go out for long. Hmm. And, and it is uh, safely ensconced in his uh, house, I imagine. That's great. Hmm. All right, I just have two comments about two of the gentlemen who are in the background, not the focus of this picture. The one all the way to the right, who's about halfway cut off wearing the headband, he reminds me a lot of Emilio Estevez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does. He's not. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, we we would have, uh, we would have, well, first off, that would have been a real coup to get him because he was... Uh, Fresh off of uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, yeah. the one with Don't You Forget About Me. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, we would not have got, oh, no, no. He would not have come <laughs> and worked for a dollar, believe me. Uh, and I don't know that he's a dancer. But, uh, yeah, in that picture, I sort of, I see what you're seeing, but no, it's not, not him. <laughs> okay. And the second, yeah, the second comment is that the gentleman who's right between Al and Vincent could definitely pass as Vincent's doppelganger. Oh, uh, a, a little bit. Maybe he thought he was going to get that part. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, a little, a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, I see that. See, I get now that you mention it. I get like a Mark Hamill vibe from Vincent in this photo. It's like a Luke Skywalker. A, a little bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit. That's, but you know what? I look, I look at this photo as, uh, you know, it's somewhat well composed. But more than that, it's just, it's a real, it's a genuine, candid photo. Right. And it's them just waiting, you know, to start a scene, and right. And uh, you know, they're not really in character yet. They're not, you know, they're grimacing or, or you know, whatever it is. They're just kind of waiting for a direction, and, uh, you know, Al's just looking off, just. Dreaming, dreaming about the dollar he's going to get at the end of the video. I guess. <laughs> you know what's funny, and and I I notice it now. 
if you look at Al's left arm, it's kind of, it's it's sort of coming up. He's he's almost looks like he's grabbing the bottom of his jacket. Yeah. Go to the front cover of the book. He's doing the exact same thing with hmm. the Rocky Road jacket. Oh yeah. Oh, look at that. It's a signature move of his, I guess. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't really realize that until until I saw both of these photos. That's a that's a weird position for his hand. I've seen that position before. Where have I seen that? Oh yeah, it's on the cover of the book. So that's sort of an interesting. Yeah. If he ever does that in front of me, I'll point it out to him. <laughs> it's just like an unconscious thing that he does. It's uh, maybe just grabs yeah. the bottom of his jacket you know, I mean, with his left do, hand. You got to do something with your hands, I, you know. But but that's just odd, you know. Two jackets, two, you know, left hand doing the exact same thing. Uh, right. Sort of an odd, interesting. Uh, perhaps not. Maybe just a coincidence. Right. Maybe it's just ironic. I don't know. No, irony is not coincidence. Right. <laughs> where did we? Where did I learn that? <laughs> yeah, I, I from a later song, later song, later video. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next page, which is another two-page spread, also of the dance crew. What can you tell us about this picture? This is a two-page uh, spread, a picture of the dance crew. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And though. You also are seeing a little bit of the uh, the crew, the, the the video crew, and uh, I the, there's a guy there's a silhouette of a guy leaning in on the right, and it looks like he's taking a picture. I I have to believe he's just taking like a light reading, because mm. uh, there was nobody else there with a the camera that day. Not that not that I saw. Not otherwise I you know what if there was I'd have a picture of him. Right. <laughs> With a camera, taking a picture of somebody. I'd have a picture of him taking a picture of the, the camera crew shooting a video of Al. I would have a picture of this, this, this guy or this, this gal. Uh, so, so no, no other photographer there. Uh, I, I assume he's just taking a light reading or, or something like that. And the other shadows, uh, you know, I was just, I was behind them because if I was in front of them, I would have been in the scene. Right. So that's, <laughs> that's part of the behind the scenes thing is is staying out of the way of you know the work that everyone's doing uh so that's you get you get sort of a nice view of of uh from behind like if you were standing in there watching the video be made this is pretty much what you'd see so cool all right going on to the next page we have three shots they seem posed rather than being just candid what can you tell us about these photos Yes, these uh, on on the left-hand page, the top photo. That's Eddie Betos. Eddie uh, had worked with ZZ Top and the Arrhythmics and a few other people. Uh, he also played accordion in some bands here in L.A. Uh, and I used to run into him on gigs now and then. I think I ran into him even before I, I saw him on the set. Hmm. Uh, you know, and, and he was there to uh, help with the staging of, okay. uh, of of the dancing, not to choreograph, but just to sort of wrangle everybody and, and make sure it looked right and did all of that. You know, he was not actually one of the dancers, I don't think. Um, I don't see him in there. But he was there just making sure it all it all ran right, and, and Vince Patterson was there making sure that it also ran right. And so that's uh, that's Eddie, and he's still around. He's still, uh, uh, you know, I, I uh, had communicated with him a little bit about uh, when I was putting... Uh, the book together, the text and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's, he's still out there and, and, uh, you know, I see him every once in a while, not in the last year, but, you know, running around the clubs here in LA 
Uh, he's just he's a local um, sort of a legend, I guess. Cool. You know, he's just a local scenester. Uh, nice guy, nice guy. Uh, honestly, the folks right below that, the 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 uh, man and woman next to Al, no idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't know. They're eating an orange. Know. It looks like. <laughs> Could be eating an orange. It must be early in the day, uh, <laughs> judging by the fact that Al is not is not really uh, made up yet or in in uh, costume. I would say this is early in the day. Everyone was amenable to photos at that point. <laughs> uh, after that, I pretty much so. There's a lot of most of the posed photos are not taken. You know, while filming is going on. Right. I mean, it's taken. You know, uh, at lunch or before or after or with somebody who's no longer in the scene or whatever it is. You know, I, I I know to stay out of everyone's way. You know, there was there was never a time anybody told me, "Hey, will you you know stop taking pictures? You know, you're you're getting in our way." You know, and I didn't ever want to hear that. I I knew if, you know, I knew how to stay out of the way, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's uh, that's part of the success. That's why I never got shut down on this. <laughs> is, uh, you know, that's why I have a zillion photos. <laughs> uh, now the the uh, going to the right hand page. That's the cameraman or the DP or the director of photography. Oh, cool. Director of photography. Uh, somebody asked, uh, is that John Belushi? And, uh, <laughs> is it? The answer would be no. I think, one, I think John was dead already uh, at, at this point by 1984. But, uh, no, that's not, uh, that's not Belushi. Uh, although it does uh, sort of, you know, kind of... Maybe I can see it, possibly a distant relative of the Belushi family. Yeah, I, I, I see it. And physically, he's he's you know he's he's uh, beefy, uh, you know like like Belushi was, but no, not not him. But that was uh, that's the cameraman. And again, if I had uh, the uh, call sheet from that day, the sheet that's got all of the information and where to be and who's supposed to be there and who does what, I would have had all these names and and not had to. You know, ignore who they are. I mean, the cameraman's an important guy. You know, uh, I think. Yeah. So anyway. Sure. And is that a, a popsicle stick in Alice's hand? A popsicle stick or a nail file? Ah, uh, okay. Emery board. I I don't. Uh... No, you know, I'm going to guess because you know, eat it. I'm going to guess popsicle stick. <laughs> he might have had a. He may have possibly had uh, pineapple on a popsicle stick for uh, at catering. You know, for breakfast, uh, that's completely possible. He may have found a popsicle stick on the floor and thought it was amusing. I mean, there's there's really no no way to know. (laughs) Looking back, I should have photoshopped that that out so I wouldn't have to fumble for an explanation. (laughs) Anyway. All right, so let's turn the page and we see a couple more pictures. And this one, I think we recognize the gentleman in the top shot. Uh, that is Jay Levy, the the, the guy uh, holding the script and looking back at the other guy. Uh, and Jay, of course, was, uh, was Al's manager at that point for already about three years. Is still Al's manager a zillion years later. And uh, again, this was uh, Jay's first directorial role uh, with Al. And, uh, and and pretty cool stuff. I'm I'm gonna say uh, the uh, lady on, to the right in the hat is that same lady on the previous page that I couldn't identify. So the fact that she's there 
and there's a script there. I'm going to say she's a supervisor of some sort, or or perhaps the script girl, as they used to be called. Mm, okay. Um, obviously important enough to be in on a discussion with Al and and his director. Yeah. And and the uh, the uh, guy that Jay is talking to, probably the guy in, you know in the glasses. That again is Eddie Betos. And uh, okay. You know they're they're talking. I assume about uh, one of the one of the dance scenes. And I notice in the background here, uh, next to the woman with the hat, is a sign for a fire extinguisher, but no fire extinguisher. So I think that solves our problem of where did that fire extinguisher in the previous shot come from? <laughs> that that is very possible. Yeah, don't uh, God if OSHA sees this book, they're going <laughs> to flip. They're going to, let's see, if that was 37 years ago and then the fine was $500 plus interest, let's see, that would be uh, $501. Well, if they if they do it at today's interest rates, it would be $501. <laughs> and I, I just love seeing like this little details in the background, like the sign that says, do not enter when red light flashes. Oh yeah, God forbid, God forbid you'd walk through a door when the red light's on. That's uh. Yeah, words to live by. <laughs> words words to stay employed by. This next photo underneath, I, I just love, you know, it's 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 sort of like chaos all around Al, and then Al just, you know, perfectly in focus, just, you know, the calm and the, the eye of the storm. This is a great shot. I think he's just kind of watching stuff go on. Uh, also, you can tell I did not have an autofocus camera. Well, I absolutely didn't. This was a Minolta SRT 101 which was completely manual camera. So, uh, I mean, it had an exposure meter. I mean, it could tell you if something was too dark or too light, you know, more or less, but uh, focus was completely manual. And, uh, and, and sometimes, depending on the lighting, you know, you had a good depth of field. In other words, you know, things in the distance and things up close tended to be more in focus. And, uh, and on, on a darker set and a darker scene, uh, you have a very narrow range of focus so you you would have to choose something close or something far and in this case you know I was there to take pictures of Al so I focused on Al this was not an artistic decision it just you know I thought Al should be in focus and uh, it turned out to be a nice a very nice shot and it's Al just sort of taking it all in yeah you know every time you know Al Al is he's, he's like a sponge not in the way you think but not you know floating floating around with a bunch of soap and you know moving slowly at the bottom of the barrier reef but but you know like like just sort of taking it all in you know and that's how he became the director he did you know that's how he you know does the shows he do, does and does the songs he do, you know does yeah. i mean he takes it all in and and regurgitates it back out and and you know in a in a better fashion so he's watching everything that's going on and just sort of you know, this would come to serve him well in the future. You know, in 1993, he started directing his own videos and other videos too. So here he is. There's a picture of him literally learning the ropes, hmm. just sort of quietly watching and, and uh, you know. And that's Jay again in the foreground? Uh, yeah, Jay is blurry. I think he was drunk there. He's really fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Jay. No, I, I, I kid. Jay does not... Uh, Jay is not fuzzy by any stretch. Uh, that again is the depth of field thing, where you know, in, in a darker scene, you you choose where you can focus. And uh, I chose Al at that point. Had I chosen Jay, and you know the camera behind him, 
and you see a fuzzy Al in the background, it'd be like, God, you're just taking pictures of Al and you can't even focus on him? Good Lord. <laughs> who, who gave you that camera anyway? Nobody gave it to me. I, I, I bought it. But, uh, yeah. yeah, in the next page we have a picture of Al. He's already in, in his costume from the video, his shirt with the keyboard on it. So this one must have been later on in the day. Uh, well, uh, yeah, versus the other shots, yes, he's, he's already... You know, the, the shooting is in progress at this point. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that is uh, pensive Al Yankovic. Uh, <laughs> sort of sort of getting ready for the scene or, or whatever. And uh, actually, now that I look at this, you can see a crew member crouching uh, in right. the foreground. Yep. I wasn't sure what that was, and it's just it's kind of dark, but you can see a head and a face, his profile. <laughs> and so they're, get, they're getting something ready to shoot. And, uh, well, obviously, I mean, that's what this whole book is about. Well, turning the page, we, we get maybe a few minutes later or, or during the filming, this is the same location, Al in the same costume. Uh, yeah, that is probably the shot before, you know, Al, Al rolls over on his back with his hands behind his head, you know, and, and, uh, I, I don't know the exact line for that, but, uh, you know, in this photo, you get to see all the, uh, Oh, all the crap on the table, <laughs> the, the cheese, the, the spray cheese. Um, looks like there's a, a, a video cassette. There's a, a donut, a couple of donuts in a box there. There's uh, an ashtray. Oh, yeah, I guess chocolate flavored frosted donuts. <laughs> yeah, you know, crump, crumpled bag, probably formerly carrying donuts and stuff. Uh, so yeah, so this you know again when you're watching the video, you know these are things that that are either uh, not big enough or clear enough or go by too quickly to to see what's on there to see what's going on. I mean the idea was is that there's like all this just food stuff, all this snack bad snack stuff on the table, and and uh, of course I came in there and, and got a picture of it. I probably meant to get a picture of that stuff more than Al, you know and. Uh, because I could have, I certainly could have taken a picture of Al without having all that stuff in there. Right. And uh, right. So there's a reason I framed it the way I did, and it worked yeah. out nice. You know, I must have, I must have thought, you know, someday in the future, thirty six, thirty seven years from now, <laughs> I'm going to put a book out, and this photo, <laughs> if I put Al on the right hand side, he's his face is not going to wind up in the gutter. It'd be a really well composed, good looking, you know. <laughs> So I was thinking, but yeah. trust me, I was thinking about this stuff. You're probably thinking almost as hard as it looks like Al is about those donuts. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, see, I would have brought that donut home. If it was today, I, all that crap on the table would, would be in a box somewhere and then it would end up in Al's garage, you know, when I die. I mean, I, I would have nabbed all of that stuff. Now I'm curious if those are real donuts or if those are prop donuts. Oh, I'm sure those are those are real donuts left over from catering. <laughs> okay I, i'm sure those were grabbed right at the beginning oh we need a couple of donuts for a scene later on don't uh, you know. here you can you can eat half of it but leave us right. half <laughs> and, uh, and that's uh yeah there you go it's interesting that all the way that the boxes are turned and the uh, can of spray cheese is turned you can't see any of the logos for which brands they are Oh, yeah, because you'd have to send Nabisco or somebody, you know, a dollar, you know, for using their product or whatever. 
Yeah, yeah, you can't see the, the Winchells or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever it is on the... Yeah, you're right. And if that bag had a logo on it, I'm sure they turned it around or spray-painted it out or something. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, these companies, they're they're brutal. They, they want their dollar. That's interesting. There's also a safety pin on the table as well that is open. What? It looks like a safety pin right underneath yeah. the ashtray. Oh, my God. You know, that would have to be a pretty clear photo to see a safety pin. <laughs> Especially from 37 years ago. As minute as it is. That's what a great photo that is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. That's Oh, that's my photo. Oh, <laughs> not yeah. to be immodest. You know what? I hadn't even seen that. See, that's why you guys are doing a podcast, and all I do is take pictures and let somebody put them on the book. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what's in these. I didn't even know there was a safety pin in there. Ugh. Open, no less. That, yeah, that's dangerous. It's that kind of attention to detail that makes us the number one Weird Al podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I know. And, you know, of course, they put it far away from Al so he wouldn't stick himself on it also. <laughs> yeah. The donut, not so much. If he, if, he, if his face fell into the donut, that'd be funny. But safety pin, no, that's, you know. You don't want to start hurting himself. <laughs> right. And it's interesting that Al's character, or at least somebody who who was in Al's room at the time, was a smoker because of the ashtray. Right. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's odd that that would be on there. I don't know why that would be. Uh... Maybe he was eating soup out of it? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's interesting. You know, with Al's attention to detail, honestly, if, if, that, if someone had set up something like that today... Uh, you know, Al would probably say, yeah, you know, lose, lose the ashtray. Right. You know, I, I don't smoke and smoking's not cool. And, you know, just don't, don't have an ashtray in there. However much, you know, there might actually be an ashtray on a coffee table somewhere. Don't, don't have an ashtray. Right. Don't, right. You know, don't right. Even. <laughs> and, and, uh, but at this point, you know, uh, uh, I don't think Al was paying that much attention to stuff or perhaps not being the director you know, he might not, if he had noticed it and, and was offended by it somehow, he might not have thought it was appropriate to say anything. Hmm. Um, you know, some, somebody decided to put that there and that was, that was good enough. So there you go. But again, I think if that was to happen today, I think he would be more aware of it and, and not have that. Uh, I mean, it's simple enough. I mean, it's not a video about someone who smokes. So it would be simple enough to not have that on there. Right. Not to mention that it's completely incongruous with, a table full of snacks anyway so right. it just I, there's right. no reason for it to be there i'm almost wondering i want to go back and watch the music video now and see if that ashtray is in the final product or not or if it was just maybe placed there temporarily while they were setting up the shot and then later removed you know it that's that's possible as well it's also possible that you don't see everything on the table in the video uh i mean i mean i don't the the shot would not have when they shot this they would not have been where I was when I took the picture. In other words, Al wouldn't be all the way over to the right. Al would be more in the center, and you would see a little bit to either side of him. So you would probably see the donuts and maybe the, the spray cheese, but I don't know that you would see the whole table in the video. I, you know, that's interesting. I would have to go back, yeah. look at the video, and see if it's actually there, which makes the photograph, apart from being very sharp, uh, even more valuable because you get to see stuff that does not appear in the video. Right. Uh, you, know, you, you get, to, right. You get the, the whole picture, as it were. Literally, you get the whole picture. <laughs> oh, really? This is, this is the whole stinking picture. Huh. I'm good. Damn, I'm good. Let's move on to the next page where we see Jay and Al taking a look at a TV, which appears to be playing scenes from the video that had been shot maybe earlier that day or the day before. 
they are watching scenes from a video that was shot the year before when uh, Michael Jackson did Beat It. They are watching the Beat It video oh, to compare now, angles yeah. and, and all of that stuff, uh, you know, so that they know what they're getting into. Now, again, judging by Al's wardrobe, this is the beginning of the day, and they're just sort of getting prepped for what's coming up. You know, they're not doing a scene, and then it's like, wait a minute, stop. Let's go look at the original video, and let's, you know, let's compare it. And, you know, they, they, this was early in the day, obviously. Uh, but this is, this is very cool, and it's, it's what they did. I mean, you, you, you're, you're on the set, you know, frame by frame going through this and making sure that, that you're up to speed. If you're going to copy a video, you got to have a video there to watch to copy. So that's what they're doing. What's interesting about this, and you can see it uh, in, in the right-hand photo, is, uh, and I think Jay's got his hand on it, is the tape player is, uh, it's a commercial tape player, and it's called a U-Matic, or three-quarter video, because it's three-quarter inch tape oh. in this fairly large cartridge. I mean, it's it's about twice as big and bulky as, as a VHS uh, cartridge, you know, and, and it's, uh, but it's commercial. I mean, these are the kind of tapes, if you didn't have reels, uh, these were the kind of, these were like broadcast tapes. So, mm-hmm. you know, VHS was never quite good enough. You had to have like a real, you know, a real player and a real tape for clarity. And these machines did things like they did really good freeze frames and stuff like that. So they were able to freeze and, and scrub back and forth, fast forward, fast, fast rewind to see stuff. And, uh, so that's why that machine is there. It's uh, not that they couldn't have done VHS. It's just they had a, a umatic copy of Beat It, and and that's uh, and those, by the way, were the kinds of copies that were originally sent out um, to MTV and stuff like that. When the label sent out the Ricky video and I Love Rocky Road, those were on on three quarter video. Those were on oh, umatic wow. uh, tapes. Oh wow! So uh, any of those that are around, and I have a few of those in the archive. Uh, those are those are pretty cool. Not again. Not a very popular format today. You know, everything is digital or, or uh, you know, a, a small digital video tape. If anything, I mean, it's funny they got from reels to these big cartridges to VHS to, you know, Betacam was was the commercial version of a Beta, and uh, and eventually down to like these eight millimeter and high eight, you know, and eventually digital video. These little tiny, almost DAT sized little cassette things to you know well now it's just all on a chip right or a drive or something but anyway that's so that's what they're doing they're watching uh beat it to uh Hmm. to map out the the scenes and the choreography and the angles and and the whole thing and and uh you know there i am to capture them watching this stuff now with the smaller tv next to it do you think that they were using that to compare their footage uh they may have done that later in the day Mm mm-hmm that's that's possible. Um, yeah, you know what? I, that's funny. I hadn't noticed that there either. Well, you guys are good. If you look on the bottom left, there is a piece of tape on that tiny TV, and it says, Don't touch my knobs. <laughs> oh, I think it says knobs. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you guys. I'm sure you guys can tell me what's in those styrofoam cups as well. <laughs> Yeah, is this scratch and sniff? I, I think I smell coffee if I hover over it. That's that's right. <laughs> that's right. Wow. Very good. Of course, don't touch my knobs is very different than the advice given in the UHF song. Uh, yeah, yeah, different knob. <laughs> yank them off. No, I mean, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, same knob. I mean, not 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 the uh, 
not the metaphorical knob. Okay. <laughs> All right. One thing I did want to point out is that both Jay and Al are crouching down on the floor. So obviously the budget for the video shoot did not include budget for chairs. Right. <laughs> no, chairs cost a buck a piece. If you get two chairs, that means you got to lose two dancers. <laughs> I think the video budget was like $45. So you get up to 45 people or, or props, any, or combination thereof, <laughs> at, at a dollar each. You know, oh, that's what the deal was. That's If I took the mask, I would have had to give back one of the dollars. Oh, yeah. I could have the dollar or the mask, and I... I at the time, it seemed smart to take the dollar. But uh, looking back, I probably should have took the mask because I could probably get $2 for the mask on eBay. Oh, yeah. I, I would pay you at least $3 for that. Oh, see, if I'd known that, I would have hung on to it for 37 years. Oh, well, you know. All right, let's flip to the next spread. And on the left here, we have, it looks like Al in the, uh, the makeup chair. He is literally in the makeup chair, which cost a dollar. You had to have makeup chairs, <laughs> but only one at a time. So they could only make up one. They didn't have two makeup chairs because right. then you, you have to lose somebody. Okay. <laughs> so so we've got uh, Alice is being made up. I'm certain he knows I'm taking a picture. That's why he's got that, that happy grin on his face. And, and I don't remember the name of the makeup lady, um, unfortunately. Uh, and there, were, there were two of them. I think one was, was doing makeup and the other was doing hair. Actually, it looks, it looks like the same girl is doing hair and makeup. Hmm. Uh, she's doing uh, Vince's eyes in the upper right-hand photo. Uh, she's doing Al's hair, and she's doing in the lower right-hand photo. That's the uh, black gang leader. His name is Juba, and I do not have a last name. You know, if I had a, if I had the call sheet, yeah. anyone out there has got a call sheet, I'll pay you a dollar for it <laughs> so I can update the names in this book, you know. I remember people's first names, or I wrote down their first names. I did not write down their last names. You know, nowadays I would, hmm. I would do that. Nowadays I would have the call sheet. But uh, yeah, I, 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 and I apologize in the chapter for, in the text for not remembering his last name for not having his last name. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so again, uh, you know, Juba, I, I'm sorry if you're out there. Let me know. I asked Vince. I said, do you remember? He says, I, I don't remember. Al, you, no, don't hmm. remember. Jay, do you remember? No. So there you go. Now, if you look a, above the woman's arm in the left photo, it looks like there's a 45 of either beat it or eat it. Kind of hard to tell with that quality, but that's that's a pretty cool little detail to have captured. Oh, oh, so there is. Uh, yes, yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna guess that that's. Uh, I'm going to guess it's Michael Jackson because that's the look they're trying right, to get. Right, right. So I'm, I'm going to guess it's that. And, uh, you know, at some point they, they would have, and it wasn't done there on the set, but at some point they would have uh, gone through and done up Al again, you know, for the cover of the single. Right. That was done separate from the video. Okay. Or they had already done that, and then they're doing it again for this. But... Uh, yeah, I, uh, you know what, the picture of Al would have already been done by the time we shot the video, because when the video came out, the single was was coming out, or just about to come out, so so the artwork for Al's single, for Eat It, would have been done already, so that could be, it. that could be Al as well, hmm. um, to make him look like he looked 
when he shot that looking like he was Michael Jackson. Right. So I think I think that's that's probably what's going on. All right, let's flip the page and here's a very interesting picture on the left. <laughs> yes, that again judging by Al's shirt, what you can see of it, this was early in the day when he was still posing for photos with me. Uh yeah, I you know, I don't know why why the uh, female mannequin was there. I don't know what happened to her head. I think we do. I think we do. <laughs> Doesn't the head get ripped off in the video? You know, maybe. I don't know if it's the same mannequin. That mannequin had clothes on it. Oh, okay. So I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's it's possible. That's that's very possible. <laughs> I mean, it, it 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 it's a little alarming to see Al's face on that, but uh, <laughs> you know, he he did it. He posed, knowing that I was pointing the camera at him. So I blame Al. I blame Al for that photo. I blame him, and I thank him. <laughs> For that photo. <laughs> and do you notice how crisp it is? Very crisp. Look at his eyes. You can see his cornea. Nice. <laughs> I think we need a version of this with Al's shoulders and shirt cropped out. Just so it's just Al. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's why they make Photoshop. That's right. <laughs> That's, uh, that would be simple enough to do. Yeah, I could doctor. I could re-doctor every photo in this book to be something completely different. <laughs> not Probably not better, but different now this photo of jim what a cool photo jim jim west jim chemo west to be exact um yeah jim's a rocker he he claims to like all this slack key stuff and all this you know this uh, (laughs) pleasant new age you know him and his grammy for new age music he's a rocker he's jim's a rocker if you've ever seen the show and i know you guys have seen hundreds of them He's a rocker. He rocks out. He likes to rock. Yeah, that's uh, you know, again, everyone, everyone was very good about posing for photos or you know allowing me to take photos while they were doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, everyone was very good. I don't think anybody ever said, you know, please don't, you know, don't, you know, take a picture of me or haven't you taken enough pictures of me? Of course, the answer would have been no. If had anyone said that, it would have been no. No, I have not. I have thirteen more I need to take. But yeah, everyone was uh, was good. And do you know what radio station that is? WPL something. I want to say WPLJ in New York City. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The call numbers would be 95.5, so that would line up. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is, uh, I don't know where he got that shirt, uh, because uh, he's not from New York City. Right. Hmm. And did not live, or, I mean, we visited New York City, of course. Uh, and I don't know that... that uh, he was wearing that, and it would have been visible in the video. So I don't know if that was a costume, if that was a wardrobe choice, or if he showed up in that shirt. Hmm. Um, I I don't know. He's got he's got some uh, very spiffy uh, dancing shoes on. Very nice, uh, <laughs> nice shoes, Jim. And that's a really cool looking guitar. Do you know? Is that one that he used on tour or recording at all? He he had recorded. Uh, I think he'd recorded with it, but he used it on tour, and he was an endorser. Uh, the company is BC Rich, hmm. and uh, I I think uh, it's possible Rick Derringer hooked him up with them. Oh, cool! Because uh, I think Rick was uh, a BC Rich endorser as well. I I think I'm not I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, Jim was a uh, uh, was a BC Rich artist endorser, and uh, that's uh, I I think that may be a custom guitar. That's so cool! Uh, you know, I, I'd have to uh, I'd have to look at old photos of us on the road from 84, 85 maybe, and see if he's got that on stage. I, I, 
I suspect he did. Hmm. I know, I believe when we were in the Ricky chapter, you mentioned that you didn't necessarily keep any of your drum sets or that kind of thing. Do you have any of, you know, Jim or Steve's instruments in your official collection? No. No, I, I, uh, I don't. Nothing of theirs. No clothes, no instruments, no no spiffy shoes, no nothing. <laughs> spiffy, nice shoes, Jim. Yeah. Nice shoes. Well, flipping the page, we see Al fully transformed from the makeup and hair department. Indeed. Uh, yeah, he's, he's ready to go. Or he's in between scenes. I don't know which. And the next half of the page, the right side, you have a couple more pictures. Just on the top one, the gentleman is looking at you at the camera, and on the bottom one, they're definitely posing for you. Yeah, the uh, top one, that's Eddie Bados again, uh, Jay Levy in front, you know, not paying attention to the camera, probably working or something. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. There's a guy at the left uh, with a coffee cup. No idea. Is that Adrian Vasquez? (laughs) No. uh, Okay. no, I don't. Uh, He's too tall. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, Adrian. <laughs> oh, just, just kidding. No, you know I don't. I'm, I'm going to guess he's a crew member, not because he's drinking coffee, but he's not dressed <laughs> up like he's not dressed up like one of the dancers. Yeah. So, I'm I'm going to guess. Uh, although you know this may have been early in the day and people were not in wardrobe yet, so I I don't know. You can mm-hmm. see on the far right of that photo the stripes. Sure, that is the camera guy. I, re- I remember that outfit from earlier. That would be, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the uh, the DP as we mm-hmm. as we say in the trade. Uh, and the the photo below, no idea. Hmm. That's uh, one of the crew members. Don't remember what he did. Don't remember his name. See, and this is, you know, unfortunately, this is one of the reasons that I did not caption each photo. Is I just I didn't have the correct information for each photo. Right. I couldn't say. You know, give correct information and, and a full list of the people in, in some photos and not others. And so that was a, a deliberate decision to not, you know, omit people by simply omitting everybody, basically, and just, you know, t- talking about it up front in one blurb, mm-hmm. you know, two or three paragraphs for each chapter and getting it out of the way there rather than trying to identify some people and having to apologize for not identifying others. And, you know, Oh, here's Al with the guy that whose name I forgot. <laughs> you know, would be the would be the caption for that. Here's Al with with somebody who was on the set that day doing <laughs> something for a dollar. So rather than that, and there would have been a lot of those, uh, I opted to just really let it be a photo book, let the photos speak for themselves, and and uh, you know maybe possibly hopefully someday some of these folks will will be aware there's a book out there and maybe thumb through the book or maybe buy the book and see their picture in there and reach out to me. I'm easy to get a hold of and say, hey, why didn't you put a caption under my photo under that page where, you know, the guy with the glasses <laughs> hanging down and the blonde hair, and Al's got his arm around me. You know, you know I, was, I was your caterer. Right. <laughs> he ate my food. He ate my food and used my photo and didn't mention my name. Thanks a lot. Hey, maybe he's got a call sheet. Hey, I swear, maybe. if I get a call sheet for some of these videos... I will, I will update and correct and and make good, you know, all of the people who need to be recognized for making these photos worth taking. And to comment on, you know, having no captions and you know we do lose a couple names and that kind of thing, but I think that's what's really good about what we're doing right now is the folks that you do know and and we do have stories about they get to be told. So 
just one more thank you, Bermuda, for sitting down with us. This is a great experience. Oh, well, well, you you are welcome. I'm glad I have a chance to. Uh, I mean, you know, it may surprise the listeners out there. I don't sit at home thumbing through the book. I mean, this is <laughs> this is a chance for me to look at the book in a way that that uh, I really haven't done. I mean, because I was sort of part of the process of seeing all these photos in the first place. And once the book came out, it's like, yeah, you know, now it's all culminated and I got a book. You know, that's that's great. And I really didn't sit down and thumb through it, you know, as if I was seeing it for the first time because it wasn't. So I'm doing it now, you know, like I'm seeing it for the first time and uh, again. And uh, it's it's very cool. And I'm seeing the things in here that you guys are seeing now that, that I didn't see before. And you're pointing things out and it's like... Just, I, ne- I never saw that, you know, I never <laughs> realized that, or I never, you know, the, the fire extinguisher sign without the fire extinguisher. Now we know where the fire extinguisher went. <laughs> you know, that, that never, that never, uh, I never noticed that. <laughs> Mystery solved. <laughs> Mystery solved. Yeah. All right, let's flip the page again. And this time on the next page, we have Al Juba and Vince Patterson on the left, and then Al without his belt on on the right. <laughs> that's, oh, I thought it was a snake. <laughs> oh, I guess, I guess that's his belt. Yeah, the, you know, the photo on the left, that's actually, you know, I didn't realize it, but that's actually kind of a cool photo because you got the three main characters in that. Yeah. That hadn't even occurred to me till I, till I looked at it just now. Um, right. And and again, you know, a, strictly a candid photo because they're obviously they're not looking at the, they're they're about to start a scene, I imagine, and they're not looking at me. They're not concerned with me. They're they're doing their thing. Vince Vince has got a little bit of a wide eyed kind of a surprised look. That's kind of an odd photo of Vince there. <laughs> um, but uh, and I know he he had a good time and he was a good guy. Uh, he 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 enjoyed doing that. Yeah, the photo on the right, uh, Al with his belt. I guess uh, he's kind of got to look like you know. Are you still you still with the camera, huh? You still taking pictures? Right? <laughs> have you not taken enough pictures? No, Al, I have not. <laughs> I need to take twenty-seven more. Sorry. <laughs> That's where he got the twenty-seven. Right. <laughs> I kid. I don't. You know what? I don't know where he got that whole twenty-seven thing. <laughs> He uh, he will he will tell the story someday and and then the mystery will be solved. All right, let's go on to the next page. And <laughs> it looks like Al's got something <laughs> in his mouth. What is, what is this photo? I uh, is it uh, cauliflower, broccoli, perhaps? Uh. or is it part of the banana that he bit off? Oh, maybe. Ah, <laughs> barely visible at the bottom of the photo. Right. The rest of the banana. Yeah, you know what? I just shot, you know, I shot, it's funny, I shot more pictures at a time when the film and the developing and the printing cost more money than than shooting digital for free. You know, I was relentless back then. And now that I could take all the pictures I want for free, it's like, eh. Right. Because everyone's got a, everyone's got a camera. Right. You know, Jim West, Jim Kimo West, has turned out to Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West, has turned out to be the photographer on tour. And not that he's necessarily taking pictures on the bus or, or backstage or anything, but he's the guy who's out there, you know, sightseeing and taking pictures of stuff. And, you know, he'll, he'll take pictures, you know, mm-hmm. backstage now and then. But, you know, he tends to take more pictures than any of the rest of us do. And uh, I just sort of, you know, I'll take pictures now and then or, or with friends on tour. But, I mean, as far as... 
Yeah, and I'll, and I'll take pictures on the bus as well. Some of that stuff will come out someday, I promise. But, uh, you know, I, I'm sort of not the key guy with the camera anymore. Back in the day, back in, in the book era, I was the only guy carrying a camera around. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they let me do it. They, they let me just, you know, as long as I stayed out of everyone's way, nobody had anything bad to say. So that's, that's mm-hmm. cool. So I just, I relentlessly shot uh, photos, you know, and... and uh, I must have been in there pretty close on this one. I don't know where I was that I would not have been seen by the camera. Hmm. But I must I must have been like, you know, fairly close. This was not a telephoto lens. You know, I had one lens and I had to move in and out if I wanted to get close or get a wide shot. I had to move forward or backward. <laughs> and uh, so I, I must have been right up on him. And I don't know I don't know if it was a run through. I mean I don't know if he would have run through and actually bit the banana. You know, I'm sure they had more than one banana. So he could have done that. And said, okay, that looks good. Okay, bring in the fresh banana. <laughs> you know, that's that's uh, very possible. In fact, that caterer from the other page <laughs> supplied the banana. <laughs> I, I don't know. Here's your banana, Mr. Yankovic. <laughs> the Shakita sales rep. Was <laughs> yeah, well, they probably got a dollar for that, too. Oh, he's eating a Shakita banana. Get, call, call his lawyer. Call uh, call CBS and and get another dollar out of them. <laughs> this jacket with the the smiley face, have a nice day, is uh. just so funny. <laughs> so <I wish>. funny. <laughs> I, I don't know where that jacket is, but that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's that was a very cool jacket, and that is uh, Juba, uh, last name not known, and uh, uh, the the original guy in the Beat It video. You know, turns around at the bar and walks away, and you see some. And I forget what was on the back of his jacket, but it was some. Uh, it, it may have been. Uh, God, I, I don't know what it was. It, it wasn't a design. It was like it was like a, a foreign language. It might have been Japanese, uh, for I don't know what. And that would have been really weird. I don't know why it would have been Japanese, but I just remember there was something on there, and you couldn't really tell what it was. And so when Juba gets up and turns around, you know, and, and you see this, it's like that's the complete opposite of, right, of what a right. gang member should have on the back of his jacket. Exactly. Have a nice day, indeed. I love it. Indeed. Yeah, I remember watching the Eat It video the first time I watched it and seeing, you know, Juba turn around and seeing the Have a Nice Day, and I just remember just losing it, just laughing so hard because of how how – how funny that was because of you know the fact that yes a ga- gang member a hardened gang member going out to a gang fight is is not going to be wearing and is not going to be ha- wearing a jacket like that and and portraying a message like that so it 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 worked off on 10 year old me it worked well on 10 year old me and i just love the cute little smile you know it's just like <laughs> Oh, I love it. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to see that picture. I'm happy to see that jacket represented in this book. Oh well, thank you. You know what's interesting, <laughs> and and now that I I think about this photo, I had taken like 20 rolls of black and white film to uh, this company uh, nearby and and had them digitize everything, and they missed one. They missed one of the photos, and that was the photo they missed. I had to scan that myself on a flatbed scanner. Oh wow. Uh, oh. and, and, uh, interesting cause it's a, a lovely, sharp, great looking photo after I scanned the negative. Um, I mean, not that, not that the others aren't, but, uh, 
some of them tend to be a little grainy because of the light. You know, this was this was a photo I may have used to flash on this possibly, hmm. and uh, boy, it's it's nice and crisp. I did a did a fine job on that. It would have taken me a million years to scan all the rest of those negatives the same way. Uh, I am scanning hmm. my uh, the the balance of the negatives in my archive, like three hundred some odd rolls of negatives. But I've got a dedicated negative scanner mm, okay. with a proper negative carrier, and I'm not not trying to lay them on a flatbed scanner and line them oh, up. Yeah, and just, yeah. You know, it, and and worry about all the dusts that that's on the underside of the glass of the scanner that you know I would have to clean up later. I went out and got a fresh, dedicated uh, 35 millimeter scanner, and have been happily scanning away, and and uh, I'm seeing some very fine photos uh, that. Uh, Oh, you never know if they may show up in a book someday. Ah. That would be nice. That would <laughs> be kind so. of fun. That'd be fun. So that's uh, that's actually my project for 2021 is to uh, do more, get more of my photos digitized. So one, I can see what I have. Two, uh, if there's an opportunity for another book, they are ready to go. Very cool. And three, so that I won't, I'm not going to miss any scanned photos like this company did. Uh, right. You know, they, they missed, they missed a photo altogether. It's like, how do you, how do you, you know, I probably paid them 85 cents for it too, to get it scanned and I didn't get it scanned. So this way, this way I can make, maintain complete control and make sure they all, uh, every photo is accounted for. Even photos that are just stupid. I mean, there's photos that are like, you know, I, I know I will never, ever need this or want to see it again or do anything with it but i scan it and it goes into the folder for that roll of film because it's my photo and that's just how i'm doing things so a lot you know 90 percent of the stuff that's that's being archived is never going to be needed and the other 10 percent is going to end up in a book or two and and i'm also i've also uh uh sent pictures as i did with this book Every picture that had uh, uh, Jim or Steve in it went to them. Uh, pictures with Jay went to him. Pictures with Dr. Demento went to him. The pictures with Vincent went to him, uh, et cetera, et cetera, for everyone I knew, musical Mike, et cetera, et cetera. I, I sent them original scans of all of these um, wow. you know, photos, that whether they were used or not. I sent them all of the photos that I had of them, uh, as I did with Al. He's got, he's got the entire archive of photos. Uh, and so all of these photos that I'm scanning now... Uh, some some black and white, but primarily color from uh, from about 1977 on uh, will go to Jim and Steve and Musical Mike and Beefalo Bill and Dr. Demento and and uh, the bands you know whose whose uh, photos I shot in rehearsal or in the studio mm. or on live gigs you know whether I shot them or not they were taken with my camera right uh, they will get I will send them uh, you know scans of all of these photos as well so I've already sent some to a few friends. And they're just like, God, I've never seen these before. These are really cool. So that's uh, that's also my mission is to populate, you know, the, the the all of the people that appear in these photos with copies of the photos. And but ultimately, it's to uh, see if there's not another Weird Al book worth of photos in here. And I'm I'm pretty sure there is. And and we'll see, uh, you know, not next year. It's a little soon, but you know, at some point in the future. There could be another book. It's not going to be black and white and weird all over. It's going to be color, take that. Or something. It's, it's Red, be blue, color, green. Color, what did you expect? You know, what else What else did you expect? I don't know. I, you know, black and white and weird all over was a great title uh, because they're black and white. 
and and you got weird in there you know <laughs> and you got weird all over sort of like black and white and red all over like that old joke right um you know there's for which there are two answers <laughs> what's what's black and white and red all over well first answer a sunburned zebra oh <laughs> right then the other one is what's black and white and red all over a newspaper yeah yeah well when they had newspapers <laughs> you know now it's uh well now it's online and it's in color but anyway and they have movies but you know funny stuff when you're a kid <laughs> well I want to take a note from this page and I want to tell all of our listeners to have a nice day because this is the end of part one of chapter four, eat it video shoot. We'll be picking up right here on the next episode. John, thank you so much for joining us today. You are very welcome. Thank you. That's it for this episode. Be sure to join us on the next black and white and weird all over bonus centimeter episode where we will continue with the rest of chapter four, eat it video shoot. If you have not already done so, be sure to check out and subscribe to our weekly podcast that covers the career, the life and the universe of Weird Al Yankovic. Brand new full inch episodes drop every Wednesday. Bonus episodes like this book series with John Bermuda Schwartz can drop at any time, but are always available first to our supporters at patreon.com slash 2000 inch. For everything about our podcast and incredible past episodes and guests, be sure to visit weirdalpodcast.com or 2000inch.com. See, See you, you next time. time. That was David Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast, Black and White and Weird All Over, bonus episode 6 centimeter. It's like, oh, a rubber chicken. Oh, yeah, we got one right here. Yeah, that's a good idea. So how I didn't end up with the rubber chicken, I don't know. <laughs>